Hi everyone, I'm Daria Wertheim and you've reached Startup for Startup. In today's episode, we will discuss our decision to build a startup within Monday. Um, releasing new products is one of our main growth engines in the company and one of our latest releases was Canvas, a product that is essentially a separated startup within Monday. So to talk about this topic today, I'm here with Roy Mann. Hi, Roy. Hi, Daria. Uh, Monday's co-founder and co-CEO, and Noam Ackerman. Hi, Noam. Hi, Daria. Uh, which you're the, the entrepreneur uh, leading Canvas, uh, which is a startup inside Monday. Right. And we'll talk about it soon, about what it means. So we'll share today why we decided to start the startup. Um, we'll talk about the decision to recruit an entrepreneur to work in Monday and how practically the whole thing works. Let's start. Let's go. So, before we dive into this topic, Roy, let's talk about a little bit why are we doing this episode, and maybe we can even talk about why we're doing it in English. Uh, sure. So we're, we're doing it uh, because like every episode, like we know, uh, we thought about how it can help uh, other companies and share, you know, what we've learned, what we're like struggling with uh, to, to build a startup that is successful within a larger company. And I, I, I always felt in a lot of other companies, I saw that there, uh, that there is a reason that startup succeeds. Uh, not within uh, larger companies and and we tried a different angle about it and I think it's worth sharing so there are a few companies that you know start startups inside the company but usually that's not how it's called right there's uh, sometimes like the innovation department it or- can even be called a startup but you What happens is that the company starts in a certain way, then it grows, and then it has a way that it works. And when they try to do a new initiative, they kind of use the same tactics as their grown company, okay? Like they, first off, they put a lot of people in. Uh, they make a huge effort. And, they, and essentially, those efforts are scaling before there is an actual product market fit. And you can't go jumping across that step. And, like, uh, and then we'll talk about Canvas and a lot of other stuff we do. And, you know, the, it looks like, uh, you know, there are other whiteboards out there. Uh, okay, so uh, we don't need the product market fit. The need is there. It's very clear. Uh, we know what we want to do. And we have a lot of need from uh, Monday uh, users. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still... Like a hurdle you need to cross that you can't jump those steps and you need to build it like every startup is uh, starting very small and uh, give them time to grow. Okay, so before we dive into what canvas is and how we did it in Monday, let's talk about a startup as a growth engine for a company. So it's one of, of the methods we use to, to grow as a company, right? We, uh, we also have other growth engines like um, starting new departments. Uh, for example, Monday didn't have a sales department, and then we did have 
um, and we also um, we also add new products to the Monday umbrella, right? So, yeah. so it's, it's part of a larger conversation about growth engines, okay? And like every company has an S-curve. Uh, it looks like an S. Uh, that's why the name. So it starts uh, slow, then it scales, and the scales part, it, it goes really up really fast, and then it uh, flattens again, okay, when, when something matures. And it can be on a specific market, and then you need to add new markets or a specific audience or age group, and then you add other age groups or uh, devices or uh, a lot of other growth engines. And we had an episode about how we're adding all the time growth engines. And the trick is, is that a new S-curve in the beginning is flat. Okay, it takes a lot of time for that to grow. Until and you see traction, until you, you see... Um customers yeah revenue. so for each growth engine it's a different story uh, for the sales team it took us a while to to ramp it up and, and scale it but it was obvious the need was there everything was there and um, and so it needed that effort of adding people and doing the right things and kind of changing the methodologies of how we do things uh, but for a new initiative completely like a new product you need to give it the time uh, to find its path. And, you know, like if you look at statistics, and I, I don't remember a book I read, like it's like only statistics on startups. Like uh, <laughs> if you have like two entrepreneurs instead of one or three, or like... How many they, fail? Why yeah, they fail? All that stuff. So most of them fail, and like most of them don't end up where they started. Right. Okay, like you don't know, okay, we're going to do this and you end up with a, a good company that does exactly what they wanted in the beginning. And I think that's one thing you need to allow an initiative inside the company to find its own path rather than, you know, dictate where it should go. And the objective should be, and, and we try to really replicate everything that there is in a startup. Uh, one is that it's not a lot of people, uh, limited resources in a way, uh, and the objective is to succeed rather than to, you know, have an exact audience and an exact uh, use case and something like that is rigid. Wait, but, but before we jump into how we actually did it, I still want to focus on why, because adding more features and new products to our existing platforms sounds way easier and way more accessible than starting a brand new startup. So why did we choose to focus on and spend resources on this type of yeah. growth so, engine? So first off, we are doing that. Like we're expanding the system uh, Monday uh, a lot, and that's the core growth engine of the company uh, right now and in any foreseeable future. It has like, I don't know, decades ahead of us of growth in that area. We're also releasing uh, products um, on the Monday platform or mm -hmm. with the Monday platform. We just released it like uh, six months ago. Uh, but when we look longer term and wider uh, into the vision of the company of, of uh, improving work and helping people work better and giving them the power and the tools to, uh, to do things their way, uh, we see even a broader picture and that's where we felt we can, uh, you know, we have some synergy in a lot of other areas where we can create a new startup, a new initiative that in many ways it's, it's easier to build something new uh, that is not 
tied 100% into all the needs that we have on the main platform. That's why we can do it why? and start small. Why? Because you can, you can f- find new audience? First of all, it, uh, that's the criteria we gave, that it has to find a new audience. Mm-hmm. Okay? It can't be the same audience because we don't need uh, to solve, uh, like you said, like more, solving more problems for the same audience we can do on the platform. We, yeah. we, we see that a startup should address a different audience. Uh, and, a different and, o- and also it has to do uh, has to be a startup that uh, relates to Monday that has synergies with the vision we have because otherwise it's just like uh, we don't aim to replace the ecosystem right like if someone wants to build a startup they can go yeah otherwise you can build a cyber yeah. startup and yeah. we'll have nothing no added value in that area right uh, yeah and it's also like uh, yeah it's not Like we're not trying to open uh, more <laughs> areas that we're, uh, we don't have any synergies with. Um, um, and so when we looked at, and, and for us, it's looking at the beginning of work. Where does work start? Like how do people start building things and where do their problems start? And, and we saw that it starts in many areas and... Um, And, and that's where we currently focus our new products on. So maybe just to give a context, we'll dive into that more specifically later, but just to give context, Noam, you want to give a few words about what is Canvas, what, what you do? Yeah, so Canvas is an online whiteboard, basically. Um, this term encapsulates a lot of use cases that people are doing inside these kind of tools. Uh, basically, it started as a replacement for traditional, The traditional uh, office whiteboard uh, and covid accelerates uh, accelerated the uh, the adoption of these kinds of tools when team uh, gun hybrid uh, when people needed to work from home they needed some kind of uh, collaboration uh, space in order to collaborate together in order to exchange idea brainstorms etc and it kind of became into something bigger than just a whiteboard it became kind of a visual uh, collaborations collaboration space for team to work together uh, across all kinds of uh, use cases uh, all of them are uh, work related and this is uh, what we do at canvas so and you you're basically an entrepreneur right you had your own startup before joining Monday and Uh, let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, so before I joined Monday, I had a startup for something like five years. Uh, the startup called uh, Perceptive, Perceptive AI. We, uh, we did uh, AI for customer success, basically. We helped uh, B2B SaaS companies, mainly at growth stage, uh, understand which customers are likely to churn, which customers are, uh, are ripe for an upsell, cross-sell, etc. Uh, you raised money and everything. You had customers. We raised money. We had customers. We operated for like... Five years out of them, three years on VC money. Um, yeah, and it, it was until uh, Ma- March 2020, something like this. Okay, so in March 2020, you closed the company. We can have a different episode about that. You closed the company and then what you, you, you knew you wanted to work for an organization because it's, it's a different experience than being an inter- entrepreneur. Yeah, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't know what, uh, what I wanted to do. And it's not a, it's not a trivial question um, uh, surprisingly because um, you you would think that an, an entrepreneur that's like for five years uh, wrestled uh, to stay above water and and uh, and go after his dream and after his vision and ended up closing his company uh, would want to uh, to find a place to settle and would, would want would want to find a, a place he couldn't like uh, 
put his, uh, put his head uh, for, for some years, but, uh, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I knew what I didn't want to do, but I didn't know what I do want to do because it's, it's very hard uh, for, uh, for, for me. It was very hard to uh, come from this point where you are an entrepreneur and you are doing everything uh, in the company from product to business to raising money to hire employees um, to... Uh, Um, to office space and then you need to like ask yourself okay what I want to do now and you need to pinpoint the exact the exact position that other companies could use you for um, and then when I started to think about it I said okay this position I don't want to do this I don't want to do but but what I do want to do um, so in some way I thought that maybe the best uh, next thing for me would be to uh, make another startup. In some way, this was the, the easiest path because um, as scary as it can be to, become, to be an entrepreneur uh, and change the path from being employed to an entrepreneur, the other way around can be as... Uh, It's as, more familiar. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know the, the challenges that I'm going to face uh, and these are familiar challenges. I know what I'm going to do. So uh, this certainty um, is, is a huge factor when I... Uh, When I needed to think what I wanted to do next as an employee, I had a big uncertainty, a huge uncertainty of what ahead of me. Um, so to your question, no, I, I, was, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And then came this opportunity that I, I couldn't refuse. Why? Because eventually you are working for Monday, like you're not an independent entrepreneur. Because I understand that there is uh, an opportunity here to do things that otherwise uh, in other places I wouldn't do. Uh, first and foremost is uh, working with Ray and Iran and, and other uh, great people here um, to, to learn, uh, to understand how I take uh, an idea and bring it to product market fit. Uh, and this chasm of going from idea to product market fit is a place that most entrepreneurs fail. And then it, it becomes really um, no-brainer to uh, come to a place where they say to you, come here and, and get, uh, take an idea and take it to product market fit with us. We, we did it once. We know how to do it. Let's do it now uh, 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 together. Yeah, with one, with yeah. one correction. We, we did it once. <laughs> We know, sure you we know what not to do, yeah. Yeah. but we have no guarantees that it will work. That's the, the uh, beauty of uh, product market fit. You fail exactly. <laughs> again and lot, again and again. Which is also a lot. Yeah. Uh, knowing what not to do is also, uh, is also a lot. Um, so this is what, uh, uh, what I saw uh, in, this, uh, in this opportunity. Again, I didn't know what I'm coming to. I didn't know what it will be. Uh, and this, and this, uh, this uncertainty was kind, of, uh, um, was kind of a good sign to me because, as I said, I, I, all the things that I did know what, what they are, I didn't want to do. So this, this thing, I said, okay, let's, I don't know what it is, let's try it. And you were looking for a place to learn. And I was looking for a place to learn, yeah, totally. The way we talked about it in, in previous conversations, you also, you basically started at Twix, right? You started Monday at another company. Um, I started Monday four weeks. Uh, yeah, uh, they were the first customer and uh, Avishai, the CEO uh, there is a longtime friend and uh, and after I closed my last startup, 
uh, I came to him and I told him, you have to help me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I know how to build stuff. I know that people like them. Uh, but uh, something wasn't working. And I didn't know what. And I knew that if I kept on going, doing the same things, it will fail. Like, I just understood it. And I think there is a point... And I meet a lot of entrepreneurs, some of them close the startup. There is a point that you are open to listen more than... Because a, a lot of us, and I don't know if all, but a lot starts from the passion to build stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, my first startup, that's what I wanted. Like, I wanted... Just I, to I love something. to build stuff, like to wake up in the morning and build stuff. But that doesn't build a company, okay? That doesn't build a business. Uh, the second one... I, I we did try it was a, a game <laughs> and we did try to monetize it we did try to turn it into a business but still like uh, 95% was about building stuff and having customers mm. enjoy it so it was still about building it yeah and not necessarily uh, making it into a big and, and it took it took me a while and, and then like after that I realized that like there are I, I I would love to learn how to do this well, uh, how to build a business well, how to build a company well, rather than control the content. Like uh, we started with like a productivity tool from games, you know. So it's not a, an enterprise yeah. productivity tool from <laughs> games. And so like the passion to build stuff was there and the, the, I, I really wanted to learn how to do it. And uh, Noam is a better student than I was. It took me like, I think, <laughs> three years until I got like the no, how to uh, look outside, not on what I want to build. But it's interesting because you're both talking essentially about the same experience, like failing at your first startup and then understanding there's still a lot to learn and then looking for the ways to do it, not necessarily completely by yourself or without the, the help of others. Um, So maybe let's talk about uh, how we actually do it here in, at Monday. Yeah. So Or maybe even before that, Roy, like what was the profile you were looking for? Because... Yeah, so, so it's, it's, it continues the last point that uh, what we try to do here is what I feel would help uh, entrepreneurs that like uh, are open to learning and want to learn that stuff, what I wanted. Uh, and I got in a way uh, uh, an ecosystem to learn uh, a place that they can really learn and the the toughest thing I think was to kind of prevent the company from helping now and preventing him from uh, wanting to take help <laughs> yeah because uh, I, I uh, think it's like all the resources are here yeah so. exactly so we can like everyone is interested about it like uh, we have the sales that uh, might want to come and sell it but it's not mature it's nothing yet okay we need to give it time and uh, people want to come and help in a lot of ways like uh, marketing for example so doing marketing And the scale that we're doing now is not the same as starting it and when we started I did it I wasn't good <laughs> but, <laughs> but it helped me learn enough uh, so I can hire great people to, to do the marketing and if we want to build a startup here so I, I can uh, force Noam to do the marketing himself so let's give all the context you hired Noam as a single person Uh, yeah. entrepreneur Noam and I yeah we're debating before how to call it because we have a name for it in Hebrew 
And uh, we thought about developpreneur. You thought about it. I give you all okay. the credit. Okay, thank you. I thought about developer, it. Yeah, so, so, so the idea is uh, that we call a developer entrepreneur, but uh, essentially it's like someone that can, can learn everything. Okay, not because uh, he's the best in everything, but so he can understand what he needs to bring and how to bring people that are better than him and not just say, okay, I'm outsourcing that to, like, this is your side. Yeah, okay? someone who can learn and can execute on everything at the first time. Yeah, and, and so, so the developer part side is, is harder to... uh start off the ground like you don't like start building stuff as a it takes a long uh, this is the longest learning curve yeah uh, so we started there with the pre someone that already knows yeah, yeah. Uh, but marketing for example he can do a uh, uh, really bad marketing on his own <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then bring people that will do it well and uh, and uh, but but the idea is is to build ownership okay it doesn't have to be one person it has to be it can be like uh, uh, two people or whatever that have worked well together and Okay, I don't believe in like a first time matches again with that uh, book with statistics it said that if the <laughs> match is recent then the chances of the startup succeeding is is uh, is not is uh, lower great yeah um, but why I'm, I'm, I still want to uh, focus on on this part because we're you already have every all the knowledge here why does Nam have to come and start everything from scratch because the knowledge we have is on a proven process product market fit uh, and to build a new product market fit you have to start with the knowledge we had when we were in that size for example uh, managing a campaign uh, of a million dollars or like a budget of a million dollars in performance marketing is not like managing a $500 budget mm-hmm Okay, and, and that's what we started with Monday. Okay? Yeah. The first campaign was $500, okay? So the needs are different. The, the, the learning curve is different. Uh, at one point, you want to scale. At another point, you want to learn. So, so it takes a different uh, skill set, and I think everyone here can do it, uh, but I don't think it's their focus. So like giving someone like both these skills, Uh, KPIs, yeah, like someone from it's, marketing it's hard like you have this million dollars here and you need them to do X and you have that 500 dollars here right and you know you're asking like something that is uh, uh, in, no you in, have to in, think completely differently yeah um, and again like the 500 dollar part you should graduate from it uh, very quickly so there's no reason uh, no I shouldn't do it uh, okay right. and then you you set a path of learning and And improvement all the time learning and improvement and really quick uh, learning and improvement and I can give another example uh, that Noam came to me and told me like hey great like the HR is helping me hire the first developer and I said no <laughs> like, and I went and I told them not to help him I told him not even to get the that HR help. not to help why because they hired the first one but then you know when it grows uh, they won't Help them help. build the, he needs to do that he needs to know how to recruit the people how to get them on board that's what startups do you know we just like copied that model and uh, 
And I think that's mo where most companies fail. They think, oh, we have like a great HR uh, uh, team. Right. So we'll be the best in hiring. But I think it doesn't build the competence inside the team. And then, you know, they become dependent in a way. But also in terms of um, resources of the company. So eventually, maybe the, the, the most different part in what you do, Noam, is that you don't need to raise money, right? Um, yeah, so we don't need to raise money. It doesn't mean that we have all the budget in the world. So we, we have a very strict, I won't say budget, but we, we do know exactly how much we spend on marketing, how much... Uh, we spend on headcount and we don't plan to like break those uh, uh, break those uh, guidelines or uh, the the framework that uh, that we are currently working with because we want to stay lean because we think it's important uh, to stay lean at this stage not because we don't uh, want more money because we think this is what's right for this uh, for this stage that we're in yeah so yeah. the question is how many resources is the company willing to to invest in this this So, obviously now it's like in the beginning so it doesn't need more than a seed funding right, right. so uh, but if you ask me like in the future uh, we might just like do a uh, I wouldn't say even a budget I would say like a, a budget is like usually yearly so like we would do something like an investment like here take that money do whatever you want yeah with for it. the next it doesn't and milestone for example yeah and, and set a KPI and do like a board and another thing we built is that I don't manage uh, no I'm not his manager I'm his uh, chairman <laughs> okay so we invented a new word it's very hard <laughs> to set it up in our uh, agile system <laughs> 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 that relation because it doesn't exist right <laughs> okay uh, and so and I, what does it mean like practically yeah so for example uh, if uh, I, I don't Uh, set his salary he sets his salary I just need to approve it mm. to approve it okay and and like those kind of relations that uh, like because we trust him he needs to build the company he can do all those stuff and that's like the type of freedom we're trying to create yeah so now you're updating Roy and Iran like they are your board members so you're update, updating them like you would do Yeah. yeah exactly so we have two kinds of updates we have our uh, we can call it board meetings um, and we have our uh, weekly updates which is kind of like the same updates that I would send to my investors like over email hey this is the update look at uh, our progress uh, week over week and month over month this is our KPIs this is where we've been this is where we are now this is where we want to go and this is the good part Uh, part these are uh, the the parts that we are currently uh, are dealing with um, we have all the we set up all the update points that I feel that now uh, they work pretty good for us um, from one side they let us move fast uh, uh, with autonomy and from the other side uh, they keep us all aligned uh, all the time and we have like a good line of communication if we need something if we need to uh, to uh, to update or if we need to, to ask for something you But still, you, you came here to learn, right? You came mm -hmm. here to, to, to gain knowledge you didn't have in the previous startup. Mm -hmm. So I'm imagining a case where you think there is one path to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and Roy, you think there is another path to go. And mm -hmm. so like, where, where, is the line, where does the line go? So I think that one of the, the main things uh, in learning uh, in entrepreneurship is that you learn by doing. 
you don't you don't learn by sitting in a class and uh, you know and doing homework with your material you learn by go out out there and and and, and just doing things and this is what uh, this is what we do the, the one of the things that I can say that I learned here and and it just keeps on fitting itself is how fast you need to iterate and how fast you need to test things and this is the real learning once you have this kind of mindset of just um, hypothesizing on a, on a lot of assumptions because at the end of the day product market fit is not something that you can say do it's not a, a fixed recipe right it's not one two three four and then you have product market fit yeah um, so it's not like Roy has all the answers exactly so I, I don't have any of them <laughs> and I think when you ask the question like when I have an idea and he has another one like you meant the product or something specific like yeah. the only idea I have is that he needs to like release quickly to learn and Okay, so if you'll say, yeah, I want to release very slow, slowly to learn, then, then we, we, we will have a yeah. discussion. <laughs> okay, but the execution itself, like that's all we try to do in the beginning is create a beat, a cadence uh, of learning. Okay, so like the first thing is like payment. If, if our KPI is paying customers, you have to have payments. Uh, and, and like we talked about it in a lot of other episodes uh, that we we had in the podcasts so that's like the only way to learn right if like we want to learn by uh, users and customers actions not by the words so it doesn't help me uh, so you know, your opinion not, doesn't really yeah. matter here uh, my opinion on the product is as good as anyone's else's yeah okay and then we need to test it so we If I'm good with ideas, fine, they can take them. Uh, but the, the, the better thing is to know how to measure and, and to know which idea proves to be right or wrong. So maybe let's give an example uh, with the first product you worked on Noam because Canvas is actually not the first uh, product you started working on. Uh, what was the first one? Okay, so the, pro- the product was a file transfer service uh, in the, in the filedriver.com filedriver.com if, uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to But send up to 50 no, gigabytes no, uh, no, no guarantees no, guarantees. <laughs> yeah. no support yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah so uh, it's a competitor to services like uh, we transfer uh, and other services that, uh, that offer you like a really easy drag and drop uh, uh, file sending services. Uh, where the where the thesis that uh, this uh, this is from uh, from one side this is a really huge market millions of users are uh, using it on a daily basis from the other side it's really relevant to Monday's customers and to Monday's use cases and that we can do like a one plus one equals three scenario here if we will have a product that uh, does uh, that operates in this world and we can somehow in the vision connect it uh, to Monday in the future but also it can be a huge uh, independent a, a huge independent product because it has such a huge uh, market by itself Uh, of people that use it for work okay and we have two uh, two thesis one that a lot of people use it actually for work and the second that people will want to pay for this kind of uh, of service uh, and then uh, Roy uh, I just came to the company right told me okay this one what we want to do let's uh, take two weeks and make like a, and make this product uh, uh, online let's publish it and let's see what uh, what happens so let's publish the product in two weeks we don't have anything yet we don't have anything yet yeah nice. uh, so I said uh, okay yeah okay, challenge accepted <laughs> uh, and and where, where the product like it wasn't the nicest product it wasn't the prettiest product but we had a product and uh, we had the uh, marketing campaigns and we had analytics and so we started to see what the uh, users are doing and, and you started, started from from scratch 
scratch, right? Yeah, yeah. from scratch. And then we said, okay, people are successful at uh, sending files. Now we want to see if they are willing to pay. Um, and then we had some kind of bureaucratic uh, issue around adding another uh, um, payment service inside Monday. It would take uh, some time and we wanted, to, we wanted to know tomorrow if people are willing to pay or no. So in order to do this, we decided to add a payment form uh, that users could pay. They could enter their uh, credit card details, but we would, we would not do anything with, the, with this uh, we payment. We wouldn't charge them. We wouldn't charge them, yeah. Up until now, up until today. So they, they thought they if, were paying? Uh, if any uh, paying uh, filedriver.com uh, uh, users are listening, yeah. uh, we, we, we actually, didn't charge you we anything. We actually got it for <laughs> free. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> free. <laughs> we're actually still getting paying users from FileDriver. We, we are like in under 60 paying users right now. Uh, People are still yeah yeah it's paying. it's up it's it's up there I don't do any marketing on it but it but people are on a daily basis still sending <laughs> files um, funny okay yeah. so so then you you actually checked people would would think they were paying and then you would see okay this person agreed to pay so exactly this is an example for a paying yeah, customer and one of the quickest learning uh, we understood there that uh, uh, people are not paying for the services that we thought that they would pay. Meaning these, these are not like designers that send uh, their Photoshop designs to their customers uh, and they, they are willing to pay. But these are uh, grandmas uh, that send cast, uh, photos of their, uh, of their children or, or I don't know, their grandchildren or something like this. Uh, and more of more than 50% of the use cases were like personal use cases. Uh, not work-related work work uh, use cases, yeah. And uh, paying customers or generally speaking, the use cases that are, were, interest, were interesting to us uh, were, not, uh, were not that uh, large uh, piece of the pie that, uh, uh, as we thought. Uh, yeah, and, and also we discovered after a year that the, it's a peripheral use case for a lot of storage Uh, online storage companies like uh, Drive and Dropbox and and such. Uh, so meaning like it's not a growing market. It's not mm -hmm. something that's going anywhere. Because uh, and, and 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 then like we said, okay, even if it succeeds and we have more and more paying customers, it's not going to lead into the the market is is closing. It's not going to be a huge startup. Uh, yeah, and even not like a. It, it's on a declining area. It, it's becoming not interesting. So just like you would do in an independent startup, uh, this is where you would find out you don't have uh, a big enough market um, and you would probably decide to go in a different direction. And yeah, and pivot. So. Okay, so you decided to go in a different di direction and then what? Well, you just start ideating? And then we started ideating, just like founders would do when they uh, decided they want to pivot. And we didn't start to ideate on like, uh, okay, let's do like cyber for uh, railways or something like this. Because <laughs> we have... know a company that does this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, there are a few, I think. Um, because we do have a framework of what is interesting to us, right? As Ray said, we, we are not a VC. We, are, uh, we have an agenda. We know what we want to do. We know the markets that are interesting to us. And in this kind of framework, we decided we started to ideate. And actually, pretty fast, it didn't take too long um, before, um, before we started to discuss on this, uh, on this market of, uh, of online whiteboards. It was obvious that this is a huge market. This, it was really obvious this is, that this market is in... 
hyper growth, extreme hyper growth, and that it has to do a lot with what we want to achieve here in Monday uh, at the future as well. So it was kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was a natural path because yeah. from the files, like we had a vision for the files. It's like an area that didn't change for years, like transferring files. Right. So like, why not view them online? Why not... Like, why is it a separate file all the time? Why not do a collaboration area? And, you know, and then, like, and then you from know, we there, saw, yeah, it's, like, uh, very similar. Like, the vision we had for the uh, files uh, transfer was, like, uh, very much in line with uh, what we wanted to achieve with the whiteboard. So yeah, so it, it, was, it was like you developed it on top of the previous idea. Um, yeah, it was, it was, let's say, easier, but like, uh, I, I think we were bold enough to also like, uh, let go of the old idea and all the stuff there and, you know, shift it completely away from files because we could have said like, let's do the files whiteboard. <laughs> okay? yeah. And we did say but it for, for, yeah, yeah, for, for like period. a week yeah. or so, but, <laughs> uh, but we, we, we kind of let go of everything and said like, okay, let's go in another direction. And I think that's, that's maybe the magic. That's, that's the most important part of doing something successful is that you can do that things. And if you're like set on, and imagine like a large company, okay? They start with a 10-people team, okay? Like a developer, a designer, product, like a lot of... Everything you need, yeah. Yeah, and then it, it takes them a lot longer to figure out they're not on the path. Uh, and it takes them a lot longer to change it. And if there is no ownership, they're just... They're built as a team, okay? And there is no one person who's, like, supposed to kind of figure it out in the beginning. And they already invested a lot... in trying to, to yeah. create this idea. And, and so there is a momentum. Yeah. Okay, there's an initial momentum on something that is completely unproven. <laughs> right. Okay, and that's the problem. Uh, and I think the magic of, of building a startup is that you let go of these things. And you, Quickly. And you, yeah, and you, you look the truth in the eye and you look the... Uh, You really are just looking at the market and what people need, what they want, and all those stuff, and adjust like to that, and your opinion doesn't matter uh you you want to win in a way uh, uh but you don't know how <laughs> okay so and I think that's more important than any resource it's more important than you know having the you know one of the world's best marketing teams help you it's more important than the uh, Like a best HR team helping you or legal or whatever it's not about the uh, success in that stage is not about the environment you create it's about like getting to know the market and actually being yeah, out there able to change and able to move fast and iterate fast and learn uh, and change right and it's worth mentioning that we hired the first team member outside of Monday to canvas after we We announced canvas at earning calls meaning uh, all the all the time that we spoke like 10 minutes about fire driver it was me and Dana the freelance designer that now is working full-time at Monday and the we were just the both of us until we started uh, canvas and the first hire was actually after we released the uh, canvas so this comes uh, this comes to emphasize the point of how um, crucial it is to to be to be lean and now it helped us to move fast yeah and like you 
also you you learn things and only then you you hire the next people and not wait for them to to do the work uh, instead of you totally okay let's talk about challenges so what's challenging about your work no um so I think that there are things that uh, that are the same and things that are different if I compare it to being like an entrepreneur with a, a with your own startup and uh, I think that the the things that are the same are basically the the hard parts <laughs> so you know so reaching product market fit is 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 the same uh, is, is is as hard as same as reaching product market fit um, in, in an, a, independent, in an startup. independent startup right uh, the fact that we are inside Monday doesn't give us any advantage um, maybe maybe it even uh, gives gives us a disadvantage uh, in a way because we are under the brand of Monday so people are expecting uh, some kind of you know of product readiness some kind of I don't know enterprise readiness case readiness that we are not in that position yet so in in, in some sense the fact that we are under Monday uh, pushes us uh, where other startups are not getting pushed right. um, in the perspective of of customers and what they expect and and etc um, so I think um, reaching product market fit um, aligning to to the brand of you of you know of a successful company but as a standalone startup with uh, with extremely few resources are, are probably some of the challenges that uh, that we are facing and also as Ray uh, said like aligning their entire company around what canvas is uh, what we need what we are what we aren't and and what is the interface between Monday and canvas like internally um, and how we can from one end um, get all the resources we need with the urgency we need and now we can communicate it internally so people understand from the other and give give us the autonomy that is required so it, it is a very uh, delicate balance to maintain um, and I think so I think I, th- I think that those are the the main challenges and the benefits are that of course you don't need to raise money you have all the logistic uh, facilities um, that uh, you don't need right, to, you have an office it's you have, also you have an office it's you a big like, deal for early stage startups you have an office yeah. you have like the legal services you have like Roy and Iran you know that are really like in the details and you can like as ask them and like uh, get their their point of view uh, and you 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 basically are just you Uh, being left to focus on product users and reaching product market fit which is like the fun part wait why not create like 10 startups within Monday because um, because we think it's like uh, it's a matter of time <laughs> okay like I do think uh, like uh, they need like We need the chairman thing we took we take it uh, seriously and so it's it's a matter of capacity and focus uh, and and focus and yeah ability but we are open for for a lot more you know like we are thinking of uh, new areas and why not create like a, a corporate VC where you can just invest in in startups that are somehow related to Monday but they're not yeah but then it doesn't become a synergy that's like something else completely. You invest in the ecosystem. Uh, we invest in our uh, in our uh, vision uh, yeah vision and, and a set mm. of tools okay so it's it's not contradictory to each other but like uh, yeah um, different practice um, okay so maybe we'll end with 
tips for companies uh, that are thinking of doing going for that uh, growth engine? So I think that uh, companies that want to take like these kind of initiatives, uh, they need to adapt the mindset of like what it means being a startup. Being a startup is not another project inside the company that you can just uh, give them like a fixed timeline, fixed resources and fixed KPIs and say like, go do it or else you will die because this is the sure way to kill uh, these kind of initiatives. Uh, you, you think that's how, uh, that's how companies do it for uh, teams? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 think that, uh, I think that it's not that obvious uh, that reaching product market fit, like for, for companies, for internal companies that like, uh, they have, have a lot of structured things to do and suddenly this, come this kind of, uh, of startup that is unstructured and it has an unstructured way of doing things. And they need to understand that there, is no, like, there isn't a guarantee way to reach pro- product market fit. They need to adapt this mindset of durability and of grit that founders have in order to, um, uh, to help entrepreneurs um, get, the, get the confidence that, that they have what it takes in order to, to succeed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so... I- We, we had a, a talk with management here and we pretty much agreed that like they shouldn't get like help that that we're going to uh, give startups the ability to do it and I can tell you how after that conversation I worked super hard to make that true because it's interesting for everyone we announced it. Everyone want to help and no one wants to get help, but that's like it's very hard to create that like uh, it's a hundred percent on new setup so you actually ask them not to help yeah um, and 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 so and I asked no I'm not to because it's easy for everyone it's fun it's interesting it's like why right. not and so uh, and it's accessible. And, and it's not negative it's very positive if one want help I know you get help yeah, wherever you can yeah why not <laughs> and, and why not and and so like to create the setup that a startup gets okay we had to work hard and we had to like differentiate like uh, for example the office space you said like I don't think it's like that big of a skill <laughs> okay like no you also need to find your own office okay so <laughs> <laughs> it's like who cares yeah that's uh, not a big deal but yeah but uh, and but then the like raising mindset. money you might say yeah you need to prove yourself it's like helped us a lot during the times like to raise money and right and help you understand the story <laughs> of the fail. company you know and, but really and, yeah and tell the story and all that stuff so I think there there is a point and it's very personal okay like uh, each each entrepreneur like uh, it might help it might not it might like uh, there's maybe other ways to kind of check up on yourself every year or so uh, instead of just like raising money and we probably want to do it anyway you know yeah. like if we start uh, creating a budget uh, so to get the next budget they need to raise it kind of and, and, and really like, embrace that startup mindset yeah and because uh, it works uh, you know that's like Uh, it's the same challenge it's fun it's uh, so but but to create that setup is very hard uh, I think it was hard for us and everyone was for it and on on uh, on the same page yeah. <laughs> so if, if, if you also don't agree inside the it management will so it'll be harder so I I think it's n- not trivial that's my point okay we'll end now. Uh, so thank you, Roy. 
Thank you, Daria. Thank you, Noam. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Startup for startup for startup. Startup for startup for startup.